0: A low-scale war over public transport is simmering in the Western Cape. Sporadically erupting into running gun battles, innocent lives caught in the crossfire. At its centre are taxi operators willing to crush any competition through means of harassment and violence. But the city is determined to take back the roads. As a fight for routes and livelihoods intensifies, the city of Cape Town says this far and no further. It's 4 a.m. Cape Town's traffic police prepare for an early morning swoop on unroadworthy vehicles and illegal taxi operators. It's a joint operation with the police.
1: First of all, we already received information that they're going to take our vehicles. We already received it last night. The second thing is, Wherever you've been deployed, please be organized at your roadblock as
0: your There's safety in numbers as regulating the roads in Cape Town has become a dangerous business.
2: We have situations where the staff are assaulted, um, struck with objects, shot at, bitten, um, harmed, punched, driven over, dragged by vehicles. Safety is always a concern.
0: In Cape Town, there's an ongoing standoff between the authorities and the local taxi industry. It's a standoff that easily explodes into violence, claiming lives and causing chaos on commuter routes. Taxi protests against police operations on the city's main arteries often jam traffic, damaging property and putting terrified commuters in harm's way. J.P. Smith is a city politician facing this challenge head-on. He's pushing municipal power to its maximum.
2: What's the um, story? Off-route or no permit? No permit, at all. no permit at all. We have resorted to increased impoundments as an alternative to fines. We issue uh, 200 to 260,000 fines per month. Uh, it doesn't change the behaviour. We've moved our focus to impoundment. It seems to be having more of an impact.
0: In Philippi East, disgruntled taxi bosses gather to monitor the roadblocks. They won't talk to us, but we track down the spokesperson for one of the largest associations here, Carter. is JP going to improve the situation with his mission? Oh, JP. <laughs> JP. <laughs> Uh, JP,
1: JP, 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 uh, JP, JP. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a yes or a no? It, it's, a, it's a tricky question. It's at, uh, in, in, in this manner. If you want to improve it, then he's able to engage us. That's simple as that.
0: The Western Cape Sheriff Santaco says he fears for his industry.
1: Right now, it feels like we are being regulated out of existence. Why do you say that? It feels like the ultimate goal is to remove our vehicles from the roads.
0: But Smith's patience is running thin. His office is inundated with
2: complaints that taxi drivers are trying to rule the road at the expense of others. We drew a line in the sand and said, we are going to continue these operations because there must be no part of the city that's a no-go zone.
0: But as the city impounds, so elements in the taxi industry do the same to rivals on the road. It seems that two can play that game, as app-based taxi services have discovered. The taxi industry is obviously a major problem for for us in the e-hailing business, but they actually get our drivers on route. Uh, they take them to their offices and they demand payment, anything between a thousand and five thousand rand, you know. Nizam Azad has 21 e-hailing vehicles on the road. Five years ago, his business was flourishing. Today, his drivers are dodging minibus taxis. So they act like a police authority. Absolutely. They impound our vehicles because they don't want us on the road. They want all the business. The, the police are of, of no assistance to us. This driver was too frightened to reveal his identity. He's been stopped three times. So they asked it... Uh... Where are these people going? I said, they're just going to, to Delft. And they said, I know. We've got Delft, to Texas here, and that's four people, that's our money. Then they took all the people from the vehicle. Then they said, yeah, let's go to the office. Nizam has set up his own security company to assist when e-hailing companies are under attack. You, you got to suit up, you got to put on your bulletproof vest, you got to take your firearm and get into your car and, and go and find out what's going on. You know, Unfortunately, it's one of those things we need to protect uh, our interest in, in, in the business. This is warfare. Absolutely. The perceived authority of some associations is daunting. This is from the Cape Amalgamated Taxi Association. We have decided that all the vehicles that transport people who work in Polsmoor prison must stop from the first of october we will transport them ourselves with our vehicle should you not obey to this we will deal with you as carter association by impounding your vehicle now that's quite a threat here the threat was meted out to staff transport but it's common between associations as well Industry veteran JJ Mann says their work environment has changed dramatically over the last decade. Our drivers are being abruptly and rudely uh, stopped
1: and to the extent whereby the keys are taken off and hit and people are being uh, pulled out of the taxis.
0: He says the trouble came with the arrival of rival associations in the retreat area. His family has been shot at and according to him, six drivers murdered, another three surviving shootings. And that's not counting civilians caught in the crossfire.
1: When we went to the traffic, these people say hey, you must go to the police. That's a police matter. When we go to the police at the time, they would tell us, no, that's a traffic matter. So we didn't go know where to
0: go to. We were powerless. Some of the violence is blamed on gangs, but at the heart of the transport problem is control of routes and passengers. JJ claims some of their routes have been hijacked by Carter.
1: We have the authority, our operating licenses state that we can go in there. And for 45 years we've been doing it, it's now four, five, six, seven, eight years ago that we've
0: been stopped. Carter denies all these allegations. But Sichebi did concede that not all their members play by the book.
1: One, well, it's an 80-20 situation where the 80% is doing right, and then you find the 20% they are still don't they don't want to open, I mean, they don't want to get to understand the, the nature of the business.
0: So there are problems or renegades inside Carter. That's what I said. It's an 80-20 situation. Sentaco says the industry is by and large law-abiding, but poverty pushes some taxi operators to take chances.
1: And then the violence begins because they they have to finance the the purchasing of those vehicles. They must pay the banks because now they owe the banks. So those vehicles must work. So they will do everything to ensure that those vehicles are operating which results in a lot of illegal operators.
0: Certainly the bodies pile up. Shootouts like one in Camps Bay left three dead, two from the taxi industry, one an innocent bystander. With so few arrests and prosecutions, transport services like Cape Town's largest commuter bus service, Golden Arrow, operate in a climate of fear. I've I've seen just uh, the scale of this
2: before the new bylaw, isn't that a bridge too far? I mean, can you cope with this? We must because we cannot afford the number of road deaths we see. We can't afford the the level of, of, of hostilities and violence that emanates from minibus, taxi, um, and, and other uh, public transport conflict. Can't afford to see Golden Arrow buses burnt out, My City buses burnt out, trains burnt out.
0: Golden Arrow declined an interview on who they think might be responsible for the ongoing attacks on buses and drivers. They've referred us to the Southern African Bus Operators Association in Johannesburg, which has a nationwide view of the situation on our roads. So what you're seeing in Cape Town is symptomatic
1: again, nationally, okay? Uh, It starts with the sporadic attack and the disruption, and then the outright call for suspension of services. Uh, but again, what has transpired is that there's been no real entity or face or individual brought to book for us to be able to determine what is behind it.
0: In March last year, we investigated our Cape Town trains have been destroyed by faceless arsonists. Up to 12 city commuter buses are attacked in a year. The mass commuter industry is in trouble, but according to government statistics, millions more South Africans are piling into taxis than ever before.
1: But between 2013 and current, the bus trajectory went down and the taxi trajectory went up. Taxis currently account for about 82% of daily commute. And it's not the ideal setup for mass transit.
0: Taking a unique hard line in the Cape Metro, Smith wants to bypass the taxi associations altogether. The plan is to ratchet up the pressure by introducing controversial new bylaws. Soon taxi bosses will be penalized for driver's infringements. The Cape's taxis are stored after being impounded. And when the new bylaw comes into place, there's just not going to be enough space to house all the vehicles that the city expects to take off the road.
2: But the vehicle will remain in the pound for longer and which will hopefully give more cause for considerate driving behavior and compliance to the, the drivers.
0: At the moment, taxi owners can get their vehicles back on the day of impoundment, but that's about to change. When you get a fine, your taxi is impounded. You get a date
1: to appear in court, which is at least three months from from the date when you were issued with the ticket. And yet the city is saying on the other side, if after three months you have not released your vehicle, your vehicle will be sold or crushed depending on the condition of the
0: vehicle. Could there possibly be a violent reaction to the pending bylaws? We're hoping not. We are looking at other
1: avenues because violence is not going to solve anything. It will just create chaos and that is not what we want. Uh, But we are looking at ways of challenging those aspects of the bylaws that we, we feel are unfair
0: to the industry. And we will do that through the courts. In the meantime, the law enforcers are upping their
2: game stakes are high and the sky's the limit. We do what we can and we're constantly improving our systems. Part of that is better technology, dash cams, body cams for evidentiary purposes, uh, the use of drones, eye in the sky uh, and the use of better legislation to be able to ensure that when we do take an action that the action is impactful and isn't just uh, invalidated or, or rendered useless by what is now a very frail criminal justice system
0: with the battle lines drawn the city is ratcheting up the pressure on taxis through new bylaws while industry associations are promising to meet them in court the question remains will it swing the war in authorities favor or simply make things worse whether you're stuck in traffic, preparing dinner, or simply chilling on the couch, we'd love to keep you company with Cart Blanche, the podcast. You can find all the latest episodes, weekdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you access your favorite shows. Join us for some unique stories as we make sense of the headlines.